Hey folks, and welcome to the All-Star Break edition of I Bleed Pinstripe. It's the 29th episode, and uh, if you didn't know, my name is Sumo, and this is I Bleed Pinstripes. Uh, for some reason, it says I Bleed Pinstripe on the Twitter handle because you can't add that extra S. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I come to you. It is uh, July 18th. And the Yankees are about to start the second half of the season uh, at 47 and 47. And um, But before we get into that, let's go back into Yankee history and check out some of the guys who wore number 29 for the New York Yankees. Uh, it started off in 1930 by Lou McAvoy, who I've never heard. Uh, Samuel Bird would wear it in 31. And then nobody wore it for 10 years for some reason. Or maybe, yeah, it, nobody... It seems nobody wore it for 10 years until George Washburn in 1941. Uh, Bill Bevins wore it in 44. Bill Drescher wore it 45 to 46, the first time it was worn in uh, consecutive seasons. Uh, Johnny Murphy in 46. Uh, Bobby Richardson wore it for a time in 1957. I believe he would end up wearing number one in his uh, tremendous Yankee career. Fritz Brickell, Ward 58-59. Let's see here. There are not a lot of great names on this list. Uh, let's see. Sam McDowell, Ward in 73. Dick Woodson, 74. Catfish Hunter, Ward 75-79. to 79. Dave Collins in 82. That's when the Yankees, Jared Steinbrenner said, we're going to become a running team, and Dave Collins came over from the Reds. Oh, those, those 80s were amazing. Bob Shirley, 83 to 87. Al Holland, 87. Paul Zuvella, 1987. Randy Velarde wore it from 87 to 88. He wore a lot of numbers for the Yankees. Luis Aguayo in 1988. Dave LaPointe in 89. Jesse Barfield, probably a lot of people remember him wearing it number 20. 989 to 92. Saw him hit a home run at Old Timers Day recently. Mike Humphreys, 93. Gerald Williams, 94 to 96. Oh, Gerald Williams. I think uh, if you don't know this, he's one of Derek Jeter's best friends. Uh, Ricky Bonas, 96. Bubba Trammell, worn in 2003. Tony Clark in 2004. Mike Stanton wore it from 97 to 2005 proudly. Yeah, he was tremendous at the back end of the rotation with. Um, Jeff Nelson, bridging the gap to Rivera. Felix Escalona in 2005. Tim Redding, 2005. Octavio Dotel, one of his 15 teams that I believe he's played for, award in 2006. And then Kei Gawa came along, probably the biggest bust ever, 2007 to 2008. Xavier Nady, board in 2008. Cody Ransom, 2008. Anthony Claggett, 2009. Uh, Rafael Sariano wore it well. 2011 to 2012. He was great last year. Francisco Cervelli, actually two years ago on Soriano. And uh, Cervelli has now been wearing it from 2009 to 2014 to 2014. Uh, some interesting names on that. Not a lot of, you know, great number 29s out there. <laughs> um, anyway, as I said, uh, it's the beginning of the second half. Uh, and if you saw the All-Star game, it was great for all, you know, Yankee haters and you know, who would just love to, for Jeter to have gone 0 for 2, two strikeouts. Actually, they would have loved for him to go 0 for 3 and ground it into two double plays. But no, the captain, double and a single, scored a run and played well, made a great stop to open the game and uh, should have called the, they should have called the runner out. And uh, he, so he played brilliantly, he was given a great reception by the Twins fans. And uh, it was just a really great night. It makes you realize that uh, we don't have too much time left with uh, the captain. I believe we have 68 games left with him. 
And uh, I'm just hoping for a really great second half for him, uh, you know, and hopefully we can make the playoffs. Um, and like, as I said, we are 47 and 47. There are 68 games left. The uh, big thing here is that the Yankees have 40 home games. Uh, the bad thing about that is the Yankees have not played well at home. They're 18 and 23. And I can't remember the last time the Yankees uh, had a, uh, I probably should have done some research. I think it was the, I think it was the eighties. I could be wrong, but the Yankees, I can't remember the last time the Yankees had a losing record at home right now, 18 and 23, they're 29 and 24 on the road, but they have 40 games at home, only 20, uh, only 28 on the road. So they've got to make a push here. Um, and you know, because this division is there for the take and we're only five games back, I believe we're only three games back in the wild card standings, you know, and, and there's no teams here that are, that can't be beat. Baltimore can, you know, we can beat Baltimore. We can beat Toronto. Uh, I cannot count out Tampa Bay and Boston, uh, though it looks like Tampa Bay and uh, Seattle are talking a big deal. David Price and Ben Zorbris going to Seattle. So the Mariners are uh, playing for keeps here and they've been playing some good baseball. They're 51 and 44. They're at 537 uh, winning percentage. They're eight games back, but Let's look at the wild card standings here. Uh, they are in the playoffs right now if the season ended. Uh, and they are two and a half games clear right now with the Angels. So the West showing its dominance. Um, and so let me show, tell you right now it's LA, Seattle, Kansas City, Toronto, and Cleveland all ahead of the Yankees. And then the Yankees have a three game lead on the White Sox who are behind them, obviously. <laughs> um, but uh, the Yankees have got to make a push here. And, I, I, you know, right now they're starting rotation as uh, we come out of here, out of the break against the Reds. It's weird to see the Reds in town. But the Yankees are going to start off with uh, David Phelps, Brandon McCarthy, and Hiroki Kuroda. And Phelps has been fine. You know, he's a bulldog. He's been pitching much better of late. Uh, Brandon McCarthy looked great. Uh, the thing that I worry about is that he's a ground ball pitcher. And the Yankees infield is not the best so far. Um, Zolas, Zelis Wheeler has looked pretty solid at third. Obviously, you know, you hit a ball of Jeter, he's going to get it. His range is a factor. Um, Brian Roberts, I mean, I don't know. And, you know, obviously we've got a great first baseman. Um, and then besides that, I think the rest of the rotation right now is uh, Shane Green, who's looked phenomenal in his first two starts. Uh, and then I can't even remember who her, I know Chase Whitley is in there, but Chase Whitley is probably uh, hitting his, his uh, innings limits, and uh, he's definitely tired. Uh, they, got, they just recently picked up Jeff Francis, but he's coming out of relief. David Huff is coming out of relief. Um, you know, and Adam Warren is so important in the bullpen that he, they're not going to stretch him out. So the Yankees could use another bull, uh, another starter. We have no idea when Tanaka is going to come back. And, uh, you know, it's, they said six weeks. But, you know, if the Yankees start falling out of this race, do we want him back or just give him the full rest? Um, you know, uh, Pineda, who knows with Pineda? I, I can't worry about, you know, Michael Pineda. CC doesn't look to be back. Do the Yankees go out for a Cliff Lee? Uh, do they go and find somebody to, to shore up? Because, you know, the pitching has not been the problem. It has been the hitters. You know, Jacoby Ellsbury has been solid. Uh, Brett Gardner has been great. Uh, Ichiro, uh, I would say right now, you know, there's a guy down in AAA, uh, Rob Riff Snyder. I'm probably saying it wrong, but uh, he 
he came up as an outfielder. They've been converting him to a second baseman. And he's put up great numbers. He's kind of a Pejoria type. Uh, actually came from the same school college, I believe, Arizona, either University of Arizona or Arizona State. He won a College World Series there, was named the MVP. He is, you know, all you can do is read the reports, you, you know. But every he's moved through the uh, organization very quickly in two years. And I would call him up. You know, I, I don't know what Ichiro is going to give you the second half of the season. And right now, as, the, as I'm looking at the roster... Uh, actually, you know, this is wrong. And I'm on the Yankees website looking at their roster because I know that Carlos Beltran just came off the DL, but he's not going to be playing the outfield. So right now, uh, as I can see it, it's Ichiro, Gardner, and, El- and Ellsbury. Great defense on the outfield. And uh, then we've got uh, Zealous Wheeler, uh, Young Gervis Salate, uh, Kelly Johnson at third base, you know, <laughs> You know, it's better than A-Rod, I guess, in a, in a way. <laughs> uh, but they need they need to produce. Brian Roberts needs to pick it up a little bit. Uh, Brendan Ryan, who is here for defense, does not seem to play. I'd put him in second base. Let him get in there. Let him see what we can do with this guy, you know. Um, uh, and then, uh, to, obviously, to share at first, uh, Brian McCann's got to pick it up. Carlos Beltran's got to pick it up. You know, the offense has let this team down a lot this year. And uh, that's going to be the... Uh, it's going to be the make it break it. But then, you know, what will happen is that the Yankees offense will start turning it up and then the pitching will just go south. <laughs> That's just the way it is. So I'm going to double check here to see. So Beltran is back in the lineup. I can't see who went down or who came up. Uh, they're not saying anything. Uh, but it's probably either I think Zolo Amante or Salarte will probably go back down. Uh, but the Yankees are, you know, a little thin in the outfield right now. They could use an extra outfielder. Um you know, Matt Kemp's out there. Uh, he's not playing every day. I will take Matt Kemp in a second. Um, but yeah, besides that, you know, I'm looking forward to the second half with a bit of trepidation. Uh, the rest of the month looks like this. We've got the Reds for three. Then we uh, got Texas in for four. And they've had a horrible season so far. Uh, what, what are they, What's their record right now? Texas, they're actually last in the wild card they have the worst record in baseball uh, in the American League. Sorry, they are thirty-eight and fifty-seven. Actually, they do have the worst record in baseball, thirty-eight and fifty-seven. Isn't that amazing? Houston has a better record, forty and fifty-six. So you know we got to start beating up on these other teams, and uh, then we've got the Blue Jays. So the Yankees are home for uh, what is this six, ten-game homestand to start, and they need to you know win like eight out of ten here. Show that you can play some baseball. You got the Blue Jays coming in after that, and then the Yankees at the end of the month go out to Texas, and then I believe the Red Sox go see the Red Sox uh, beginning of August. So, you know, I don't know. I'm sort of. Uh, it's been a weird year. It's been, I think, a weird year in baseball. Uh, I think it's kind of been, you know, Bud Selig talks about the financial strength of baseball right now since he's taking over, but. You know, give me the days of really solid teams. I mean, how many solid teams are there in baseball right now? Uh, I mean, the A's are great, and I love the A's. I got nothing but love for the A's. You know, they're, they're, they, they play in a shit stadium, and it doesn't matter to those guys. It doesn't matter. They still win. They know how to win. Billy Bean is fantastic. Um, but uh, besides that, I mean, the Giants have fallen off a bit. The Dodgers have been playing better. 
Those guys are uh, separated by one game with the Dodgers in first place. Milwaukee, who had been great all year, they're only 10 over 500. They've lost 8 out of 10. Uh, St. Louis is right there. Uh, the, the Cincinnati and the Pirates are within three and a half of that division. Uh, I won't talk about the Mets, but you know what? The Mets are 45 and 50. That, that's not too bad. Uh, and they're seven out. Um, Washington and Atlanta both playing well at the top of the division. Uh, like I said, uh, out west in the AL, Oakland, L.A., and Seattle have played great baseball. Eight games separate them, but the uh, Angels only a game and a half out. Uh, Detroit look has taken control of uh, the Central again. Detroit does this every year. They go up, they go down, they go up, they go down. And uh, right now they're 53 and 38. They're six and a half up. And like I said, let's look at the wild card again. I know it's half the year, but this is when you start looking at the wild card. Right now, I mean, the Mets are, yeah, their Mets are seven out of the wild card. Miami, seven and a half out. I'll give everybody up to seven games. Even Philadelphia, 10 out, but I can't, I can't see Philadelphia doing anything. Uh, Tampa Bay and Boston, eight out. Uh, everybody's jumbled up. You know, somebody goes on a run here. And uh, things are going to happen. And it's funny, the Mets have a plus 19 differential as I'm looking at this. The Yankees have a minus 37 differential. Uh, that, that's amazing. It's amazing what the Yankees have done with not a lot. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you know, injuries happen, but that's baseball. Uh, as as, as uh, John Sterling would say, Susan, that's baseball. <laughs> you should uh, listen to those guys. I got an argument with some people. I've grown to uh, love. I, there was a time where I did not like John Sterling. I just thought he was a you know loudmouth, but I've really enjoyed him. I listened to a lot of ball games this year in the backyard and uh, just been entertained. And uh, you know, I, I've learned to not take them too seriously. It's just baseball, and let's just you know, I'm sick of arguing with people about baseball. And, and don't get me wrong, there's you can have some great conversations, but then you can have some stupid conversations with stupid people. Anyway, guys, I'm uh, pretty much going to wrap this up. Uh, just wanted to reach out, say hi. Uh, I'll be gone for a week. I'm going into the belly of the beast up in Massachusetts for our vacation, which I need. Uh, I'm very tired. <laughs> I work six days a week, and uh, so I need a vacation. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of fun, but I'm a little tired, and uh, I could use a break. So hopefully by the time I get back, the Yankees have you know, one like 15 out of 17 or whatever, because that would be great and make us happy. And because you would just hate for the season to just fall apart. And the Yankees are like 10 under. And I mean, cause to be honest, and I think a lot of you will agree with me. Uh, it's, it's not that fun to watch the Yankees sometimes. It's, it's not, especially when we had the nineties and when we had those teams, when we had runners on second and third, one out, two outs, we got those runs in now you know, bases loaded, nobody out. We can't even score a run. It's pathetic. And it's pathetic to watch sometimes. Um, so I just hope the Yankees can uh, get this brand of baseball, play a much better brand of baseball in the second half, be smarter, uh, play better defense. And uh, also one note that I, I wanted to say, I love, I've been a big fan of Brian Cashman. He's done a lot of good. He's done a lot of bad. Look, he, the Yankees are one, uh, since he took over nine, he's always, he's been with the Yankees for a long time. Uh, he's been, he was there in 96, but I don't think he was as higher. I guess he was higher up since he's been there. They've won five world championships. I can't take that away from him, but I think at the end of the year, it's time for the Yankees to make a different, go a different way and find somebody else with a different voice. Um, because 
you know, got to do things a little differently. Uh, too many big contracts, guys getting old, uh, you know, with Jeter leaving, it's like, who's going to be on this team next year? Who am I going to root for? Who am I going to find interesting? You know, there's, it, there's not a lot of interesting guys on this team. You know, Jacoby Ellsbury, like I said, opening day when he was announced, it was just, you know, it was like he was a ghost. <laughs> it was like very quiet. It was weird. And uh, uh, the other day I wore my Cano jersey for the first time in a while. And, you know, you know why I wore it? Because I missed that guy and he should still be a Yankee. And it sucks that he's not here. And, uh, you know, it's funny because the thing that people were upset about is, you know, he didn't hustle sometimes out of the box. Out of all the things, when you look at, always looked at his end of, if you look at his end, back of his baseball card, I mean, the numbers were brilliant and I would take that back in a heartbeat. He was great for the team and uh, whatever crap, you know, was going on between the Yankees and his people and him, uh, you know, just sucks and it sucks that Robbie got away. Anyway, guys, hope everybody's well, uh, and I will be because I will be taking it easy with some lobster rolls very shortly. Anyway, take care, guys. Enjoy the second half, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. presentation of Hatfield Digital.